Hello, my name is Jonathan Swift, the Content Director at Insurance Post, and I'd like to welcome you to the latest episode of the Motor Mouth Podcast, ahead of Motor Insurance World, uh, a conference that's been held on the 24th of March at Twickenham Stadium in London. Uh, and today, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by one of the keynote speakers, which is Martin Matthews, Senior Director of Personal Lines at LexisNexis Risk, Risk Solutions UK and Ireland. Welcome, Martin. Thank you. So, uh, Martin, your presentation is called The Car is the Star, and it's quite interesting because during these Motormouth podcasts, we've covered quite a lot of the issues that I suppose are impacting the wider motor market, whether they're kind of political or, or social. Um, but today we're going to be talking about the uh, vehicle itself. So can I ask, what have been the biggest changes in car technology over the last few years? Yeah, good morning. So, so the car is indeed the star, always increasingly um, becoming so for uh, for the insurance market. There's been a, um, a huge growth in in the use of technology in in the vehicle itself. Um, and you know, just a, a couple of thoughts to get us started. If we think there are 12 million uh, vehicles on the road at the moment that have at least one ADAS safety feature, uh, that number's growing all the time. Should give you a sense um, of how data uh, how, how data is is growing exponentially um, from vehicles. Um, but then, as a, as a rule of thumb, if you look across the market, some 25% of all the safety features on a vehicle have been chosen as an optional extra um, by the consumer. That should start to give you a sense um, of the growth of this type of information. Um, so prevalent choices at the moment, consumers are, uh, are choosing things like um, parking aids, which is unsurprising given somewhere in the region of 20% of collisions are, are actually parking related, um, and collision avoidance systems. So it is growing, it's growing all the time, um, and, the, and the continuation of that growth will, will sort of cause a, a fundamental shift in, in uh, the world we live in, in insurance. You talk about the future there, and I have to ask, where will the uh, car technology evolution take us? And what will the future connected car look like? So the future um, is is actually really exciting. Um, And this comes back to the point uh, that I talked about before, where um, more and more the car is the star. So um, we know uh, from speaking to our insurers uh, that they actually want to build uh, stronger relationships with their customers. Um, and the advent of data from a vehicle allows the insurance market to do exactly that. So let me give you a bit of a, a practical example of where the market could go in the future with this type of data. Um, I've been speaking to insurers about who've asked me the question, how can I pay a total loss claim within 30 minutes? How can I possibly do that? So the process of a claim becomes something that the insure, uh, the, the consumer values. And this type of data or data from vehicles will absolutely start to, to aid that process. And our, our customers constantly talk to me about trying to build a relationship with their customers that's valued. So insurance moves beyond being a sort of a, a grudge purchase, if you like, or something that's just legally mandated to something that's really valued by the consumer. And one way that we can help do that is with data because data from vehicles starts to open up different avenues of communication. So you have a reason to talk to your customer more often than perhaps just at renewal when you're looking for a renewal premium or when the worst has happened, for example, when there's been an accident. So data is key. And uh, can I just ask, I mean, in the future, how again is that that, that data going to develop? What, what is the future of vehicle data look like? 
Well, right now, um, if we look at every vehicle that, that leaves um, the production line at the moment has the technology in it to be connected. But we think by 2025, all of those vehicles will be transmitting some sort of data uh, to the OEMs and then potentially onto the insurance market as well. So some, some practical early examples will be um, around driving behaviour, driving scores, not dissimilar to some of the telematic services that are out there in market at the moment, but also um, other items such as um, mileage, for example, so how many miles have you driven, which really opens up other opportunities to the insurance market to look at um, pay-as-you-drive style products as well. But we firmly believe this is a um, a sort of staged process. Um, And stage one of vehicle connectivity and data is all about the safety features that that vehicle was born with. So as an insurer, you've got to learn. And the first phase about the use of data is to understand the safety features that the vehicle actually left the factory with, because that opens up a wealth of opportunity in terms of pricing the risk correctly and also understanding claims frequency and severity and so on. You talked about um, safety features, but also with the continuing kind of increase in technology built into cars, there's now an increase in also the amount of car infotainment technology that's been used. Is there a danger of an increase in distracted driving leading to accidents because of this? So I I think uh, distracted driving exists and has existed for some time. Um, and there are efforts across the industry and across the UK to try and combat this. So, you know, banning the use of mobile phones in the vehicle is just a, a sort of one example of that. Um, but interestingly, um, we can see that technology has already improved road safety over time. So we took a look at the government statistics on, on road casualties. Um, and since 2011, there's been a 16% decrease in road casualties in general. But if you look at that for the younger age segment, for so for example, 17 to 19-year-olds, there's been a huge 35% decrease in the number of road casualties. Now, that in itself is, is fantastic. But then if you look at the use in technology and vehicles in that time, so specifically, for example, the use of telematics-style policies, you can see that the two are directly correlated. So I'm not suggesting telematics is the only reason there's been a reduction in road casualties. But it's just an example of where the use of technology can continue to have a societal benefit and also benefit the insurance market as well. So when you couple that with the advent of new technology and new data coming out of vehicles, you would only expect that uh, that trend to continue, which is a, which is a fantastic thing. And I suppose um, in terms of the uh, insurance providers themselves, how can a vehicle and ADAS data better help them assess and price motor risks? So the the ADAS data itself is is a really exciting um, development for the insurance market. So our clients will tell us that they know that there's an impact that these types of features have on claims, um, both uh, frequency and severity. But at the moment, the industry just has no way of understanding the actual features on a vehicle. They might be able to speculate, they might be able to have a best guess, but they don't actually know. So we've conducted some analysis in in, in adjacent territories, and, and we can see that Where a vehicle has between one and three ADAS features, there's a 4.5% reduction in claims frequency, which is fantastic. But if you take that further and say where a vehicle has four plus ADAS safety features, there's up to an 11.7% reduction in claims frequency. So that in itself, just understanding the features that this vehicle actually left the factory with and has or the consumer's chosen, can have a significant impact on claims frequency. So that that, that claims frequency reduction can have a direct um, impact on on pricing because you're able to price that risk much more effectively. 
And it's not just about claims frequency, it's about claims provisioning as well, understanding that this vehicle, what this vehicle may cost to repair, to calibrate the features and so on, is an incredibly important part of the whole, uh, whole insurance picture. And by understanding genuinely what their features that vehicle has, it really does open up um, that opportunity. There's lots and lots of other use cases as well. Our, our clients tell us that actually they're on risk with a whole host of vehicles where they would love to know more information about that vehicle. Uh, for example, the ADAS features that are on there. So just thinking if you're a broker, for example, how you may, how you may be able to pr um, place the risk effectively at the point of renewal. Again, just understanding those same features that I've referred to really puts you in a position where you can treat that risk appropriately. And, and in terms of ADAS, I mean, what can we expect then in the coming years um, in, t in terms of these advanced driver assistance systems? So I think the, um, the, the, the technology is already quite advanced, but actually we see that the adoption of the use of these types of systems will grow. And we can see that already from, um, from the number of features that people are choosing. As I said, some 25% of the features are, are actually chosen by an individual, but we would expect that to grow. Um, and actually, what I, what I would say here is um, sort of taking it back to the beginning, whilst consumers do, are choosing these features, um, I don't think actually that in, in many cases a consumer really understands the impact. I would actually go as far to say the consumer doesn't necessarily always understand the impact of the features that they're choosing. The insurance market currently doesn't quite understand the impact of, of what's happened when that feature's been chosen. But also the OEMs or the vehicle manufacturers themselves, where there's wildly different behaviour of the same feature across different manufacturers, really understand. And so I think that the more work that organisations like ourselves, Thatcham and so on, can do in helping consumers, the market and OEMs understand, will just lead to a greater adoption of these technologies. And greater adoption is only a good thing in terms of um, in terms of the impacts for the insurers, in terms of their business, but also consumers as well as it improves road safety. Well, Martin, uh, thanks very much for your time. I very much look forward to your presentation, The Car is the Star at Motor Insurance World on the 24th of March at Twickenham. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Motormouth podcast. Until the next one, it's goodbye from me. Cheerio. Cheerio.